son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. We're good? Yeah, we're good. Go ahead. Take it away. Everybody. We got people coming in here. Everybody. We are back. It is Tape Don't Lie. It is your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. You guys already know what to do. If you guys are coming in, it, hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. All right, you know what to do there. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. You know, everybody coming in, um, you know, make sure you follow us on Twitter too, at the Mark John NFL. Follow BD Williams at BD Williams 18. Right. And, uh, you know, it's a, a good day for Derek Carr. Got his Derek Carr got extended. So we'll be talking what happened? About you got extended? Yeah, Derek Carr got extended, man. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, I feel like. I feel like they, this has been such a point of emphasis in like the media and on social media, like talking about his extension. But was it really that big of a story? Like we knew Derek Carr was going to be the quarterback. I don't know. I, I feel I mean, like they made a big deal about it. I mean, I mean, we knew that. <laughs> I don't know if the media did not believe that Derek Carr was going to be the quarterback. I mean, even a lot of. I mean. Vic Tafer did not believe that Derek Carr was going to be the quarterback for Josh McDaniels. He was holding out. He was holding out that he was going to get traded I mean, up until, like, I mean, past the combine, right? He's still writing about that. Some of the comments he made, you know, a lot of people didn't believe that Josh McDaniels was going to come in there and, you know, want to keep Derek Carr and try to build around him. So it, it's a lot of people are shocked by this. I don't know why, though. I mean, Ian Rappaport basically told everybody. You know, I was telling uh, one of my dudes in DMs, I was like, I mean, if you read every Ian Rappaport report about, like, the Raiders or the Derek Carr situation, I mean, they, they kind of to- told us what was going on behind the scenes and how this was going to happen and, you know, how he kind of handpicked Josh McDaniels a little bit. He wanted Josh McDaniels and Josh McDaniels comes over. You know, everything was kind of set up for Derek Carr to be extended at some point in time. And obviously Mark Davis signed off on it, right? Mark Davis is cutting the checks. Mark Davis signed off for, you know, the, the, the number that showed up originally, but which we found out was a little bit different than uh, we actually thought, which that's what I was waiting for. I know everybody's freaking out three year Derek Carr, 40 million. And I know everybody wants to, you know, put their, he's Kirk Cousins, which is the most, which I think is the most dumbest thing ever. I I, 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 I literally lose respect for people when they say that. Like, I, <laughs> I literally do. Like, I, it's like, it was like, I don't understand. It's lazy. I, Ryan Tannehill too. Ryan Tannehill, disrespectful. I think it's two disrespectful comparisons. Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins. But that's what people want to do. They think that Derek Carr's had A.J. Brown and 
and uh, Corey Davis and Justin Jefferson now in Thielen his whole career, uh, and they could compare him to those guys. So they get all upset and and, and they're you know their panties and you know in a bunch that you know he got paid, but you know everybody can. I was saying everybody can win with Zay Jones, I guess you know. They, <laughs> you know? They need Justin Jefferson. They, they got their PFF war with Justin Jefferson has a 1.5 PFF war. Devontae Adams is a 1.75, right? So they got the little war. war wins above replacement for anybody who doesn't know what that is. So wins above replacement, PFF, they think, they're, they think, they, they think football is baseball. So they yeah. think quarterbacks are pitchers. And right. they're trying to put war. I'm sure, I'm sure there's some baseball fans. You know, people who usually people love baseball, they love football too. There's some baseball fans listening. You know, you're familiar with war. They're trying to bring that into the NFL, right? But Justin Jefferson adds 1.5 war. He's second in the NFL. And the Vikings won eight games. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Right. Like, so I don't, I don't want to hear that comparison. But I think a lot of those people are shocked because, like, why pay Kirk Cousins? You know? So I think that's the more shocking thing for them. But, you know, I just say turn on the film. And it speaks for itself, in my opinion. But, I don't know. What do you think, BD? What are your thoughts? I mean, Josh McDaniels didn't take this job to draft a rookie quarterback. Is that what everyone thought? In a weak quarterback class? You know, he took this job because of Derek Carr. That's that's the reason why he came here. Um, why You know, why would he leave his cush? He's like, you're going to be the, the heir to Bill Belichick. Why would he leave that, you know? And he was, and he already had the keys to a really good franchise already. They gave it, they gave him the job at the Colts, and he backed out, mm-hmm. right? Probably because maybe he wasn't. Uh, maybe he realized, what am I doing? What's the quarterback situation over here looking like? I'm just going to get myself into Denver again, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, so we've seen him, um, you know, have his pick. And he came to the Raiders. Why? Because Derek Carr is here. That's the reason why. Because he thinks Derek Carr is just going to do, run his offense the way that he wants, to, that he envisions it. Um, and we saw the success he had last year with the rookie quarterback. Come on, you know, uh, sky's yeah. the limit here. Uh, I thought the contract was interesting, though. I, I, th- I don't know if you saw the, the uh, breakdown of the contract itself, but I thought that was super interesting. I mean, most of the money is not guaranteed until after, you know, the Super Bowl, right? So, I mean, it, it kind of plays out like a one-year deal a little bit. Like, so it's like a one-year $25 million deal, right? And then the rest is basically guaranteed after the season, right? So, like two days after the Super Bowl. So basically <laughs> the way it's set up, that it's set up that way. So I thought that was super interesting. Um, you know, I, I feel like, you know, Derek Hardy even signed that contract. Like, what does that say about him? That means he probably felt like they probably – got to a number that they didn't like. They probably didn't want to pay him a certain number. He was like, all right, fine, I'll show you, and I'm going to bet on myself. That's when I kind of feel like about that contract. That's why I kind of like it because it really is a bet on yourself type of contract because if he doesn't play well, I mean, they, they have no re- – I mean, they'd have to cut him quick. It'd have to be a quick decision. I mean, I don't know if they get to the division playoff or something. You know, but how bad? How bad would he have to play <laughs> it would have to for, be bad, for – It would have to be bad for them to cut him that early because you're not – you you have no idea what your quarterback situation is going to be like at that point, right? Yeah. So I mean, you're just going to be gambling, you know. Uh, and so and there's already been so many quarterbacks that have moved around. I don't know if we're going to keep on seeing Matt Ryan's and Russell Wilson's leave, you know, their you know their their team. So mm-hmm. uh, I I just don't see that. I just don't see that. That'd be too much uncertainty. 
you know, again, Josh McDaniels, he's enjoyed quarterback stability throughout his yeah. career, you know. Yeah. And when he didn't have it, when he went to Denver, right, we saw the struggles. He wants that. So, I mean, that's just my stance on it. Um, and, again, like, they'd have to make a super quick, rash decision to cut Derek Carr at the end of this year. I mean, we're, like, again, he would have to play really poorly. What are the chances yeah. of that? I just don't I just don't see it. You yeah, know? I mean, if he, if he didn't play poorly with Tyrell Williams, I mean, you know, I mean, he could play solid football with Tyrell Williams, then I'm sure he could play <laughs> better football with yes. Devontae Adams. That's, that's, that's kind of how I look at it. I mean, if, if you look at it from the, the three years – that we've been so now you look at the comments right now, but like uh, you know the three years that we we've we've the twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one, I mean we really had three different wide receivers outside. I know Darren Waller is out there, and I know Hunter Renfro is there too. But Hunter Renfro is not as good as he was in twenty nineteen. I mean he wasn't as good as he was now in twenty twenty. So I mean you really had Darren Waller, right? And then I mean you had Rugsby coming up. He wasn't that good in twenty twenty. You had Nelson Aguilar, you know. Like, Let's, let's keep it real, guys. Nelson Aguilar. Then you had Tyrell Williams, which you know I, I remember. I remember when Tyrell Williams signed. Everybody's excited, and I, you know, I was just started writing for Raiders Wire. I put on the tape, man. I was like, oh my god, this, this guy can't get open outside. I was like, this is not gonna work, and it didn't work. And then you know, and 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 then when Rug started winning and getting open, and then you know that the Raiders things just just happened. So, um, we got somebody outside. I think I think I think it's gonna be okay. I, I think it'd be all right. I think even if you know Derek Carr starts to have some bad days, I think if Devontae Adams can still get open, I think it's gonna not gonna matter sometimes. <laughs> and you know, and Riffle's gonna get open too, and you know, Waller's gonna get open too. You know, so I, I think it's gonna be a lot of guys who can win right now, and you know, hopefully the offensive line just gets a little bit better, and if they could just play the average football they played at the end of the year, and just to just play average like they did the last four games or and you know maybe have some mishaps there and here and there but they can just give that average to above average football from the offensive line i think they'll be fine yeah i mean i think it's it's pretty i think it's clear like the vision and the path to success on offense is pretty clear uh i think it's a little murkier on the defensive side of the ball they're going to need to, you know, there's a, there's such a drastic scheme change happening. We're going to see which players fit and which players don't. Um, you know, so I think let's not get ahead of ourselves. We still got to, you know, crunch all this film and find out these draft players and you know, prospects yeah. and let's see who's going to start at what, what positions and who's going to contribute. And so we got, we got to get through all of that. And I think defense is, is enough of a question mark, you know, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm, um, not saying I'm like discouraged or worried about the defense, but it is a question mark. There's a lot of moving parts. We got to see who's going to start at a lot of spots. So, um, you know, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, especially down the middle of the defense. Mm-hmm. You know, inside linebacker, defensive tackle. You know, strong safety. We got to f- find out who's playing these spots here. Um, and I mean, it potentially, you know, we could have some rough patches at some points in the year because. The, those positions are enough of a question mark. But, yeah, I'm not worried about the offense, honestly. Josh McDaniels, man. He, yeah, get, get right. ready. Get ready. I'm excited. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not – I mean, because – I mean, the offense – think about the first seven games last year, man. They didn't have a good line, couldn't run the ball. I mean, they averaged 25 points a game. That's what, that's what I think about all the time. 
you know, before, you know, that the, all the rug stuff happened, that was still one of the best offenses of the league, and they couldn't run the ball, and the offensive line couldn't block anybody. So, like I said, if they play average, we got Devontae Adams. We just plug Adams in for rugs. This, this is what we just – that's what just happened. Same offenses being <laughs> rolled out that average 25 a game, and we're adding a guy that can win in the red zone, and that, that's why I'm excited, and a better play caller. That That's – yes. I'm, I'm yes. hyped for that. You know, e- even like Brandon Marshall and them, they, they still rave about Josh McDaniels, even though they think he was an asshole. So they still rave about him schematically and his mind, you know, and how he's still one of the smartest coaches that they've, they've been around. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for this year for the offense for sure. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think Patrick Graham, I, I feel like he's going to simplify it at first, probably play a lot of cover three early, I bet, and then mix it up as the season goes goes along. Slowly, yeah. you know, but we'll see. We will see. We'll see. So, um, let's uh, let's switch gears here, if you don't mind. Okay. Okay. Talk to us about top thirty visits that's going on right now across the NFL. Raiders are no exception. They've had quite a few guys in. I mean, I think we've seen maybe about fifteen, almost maybe twenty names of guys that they're bringing in on these top thirty visits. What What are the rules behind this? What is a top thirty visit? Can you explain that to me and the fans? Yeah, I mean, top 30 visit basically is teams, like, looking at players for injuries. Like, if a guy's a big injury, they want to bring him in, look him in, right? Um, and looking at players they want. I mean, a lot of people out there try to say, like, I got to put that, that tweet out there, that funny tweet, but try to make fun of that guy. But, you know, he's like, all oh, teams don't draft. Oh, visitors, yeah, yeah. Right? And, it, yeah, man, there's 30 of them. You only have, of course, you're not going to draft every yeah. single guy. You can't that draft 30 guys. Yeah, you can't yeah, draft yeah. 30 guys, right? But teams usually draft one or two. Right. Some teams draft three. And what it really lets you know is what positions they're going to draft. Because that's what I did after I saw that is I wouldn't really – I wouldn't study a little bit, right? That um, it, it's, it's mostly where they want to draft, man. So, like – yeah. If you go through history of teams drafts, like the last time last time they did this was 2019. So you, you really don't have anything from 2020, 2021. But like let's say for the Cowboys, the Cowboys drafted, you know, a defense tackle, corner, and I believe they had a safety, but and they had like four safeties come in, they had like four corners come in, they had like four defense tackles come in. <laughs> and they ended up drafting, they ended up drafting one of the guys that came in. But the point is, is like they, they were looking at all the defensive tackles, you know, uh, they're looking at all the corners. Looking at all these different teams, I mean, the Raiders did that too in, 20, in uh, the 2019 draft. They brought in up, like, you know, they looked at every quarterback. They looked at all the running backs. They looked at all the defensive ends. They looked at all the all the players they wanted to look at to, to get ready for for that uh, for the draft. So, I mean, that's what a top 30 visit is. It's really to the positions of need. They bring in those players, right? And then right. at the top five, of course, they bring in the top players in the draft. They were drafting the top five, of course, but. Like where the Raiders are drafting, or like other teams are drafting later on, it's it's a need look. Like, okay, we need these positions, right? Of course, it's the best player available, but these positions we need. We're gonna bring these guys in, and uh, we're gonna see what we got here, just in case. Maybe this guy falls to us. Maybe he doesn't. We have somebody else. Maybe it's somebody that we're not expecting to fall. We have higher on the board. That person falls to us, even though we had that guy. We brought him in, and we like him. The other guy fell. Yeah. I, I, and I, I, you know, to piggyback off what you're saying, great breakdown, great um, explanation of what these top 30 visits are, are all about. A lot of the times 
where they're trying to break ties. You know, like they like this guy, they like this guy, they like this guy, sixth, seventh round guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they want to bring them in and they want to like talk to them and see what they're really about, right? These guys, and maybe that'll break some ties, the personality. And then like you're saying also, guys who are, have some injuries, you know, guys who maybe didn't get to work out at the combine or whatever it is, or maybe there was a medical flag at the combine. They want their doctors to come check those guys out if they're interested and see if the doctor says, yes, this guy is good. His knee is fine. His, you know, his ankle's fine, whatever it is, he can play on that. Or they might have a doctor go and say, Hey, that doesn't look great. You know, I'm not confident in this. And then that guy gets taken off their board. So that's what this is all about. And I would say mostly these top 30 visits, if you see a big name, it's because they're injured and the doctors want to see that guy. Right. But for the Uh most of these, Top 30 visits, it's like fringe, back of the draft, like potentially undrafted free agents that are coming in. Um, so it's not like something you get super excited about. I do agree. It's going to let you know what positions they're interested in. And I lost tr- count of how many corners the Raiders have brought in so far. Oh, I was, I was like, I was like, I okay, they got this guy. I start looking at the film. They got this guy. Okay, I'll start looking at the film. And then all of a sudden I see like two more. I'm like, okay, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm getting backed up here. And now I think it's like at eight corners that they brought in so far. Uh, you know, I'm doing my breakdown today is going to be on the corners. It's okay. going to be on the uh, some of the guys that got the top 30 visits. It's not going to be all eight of them. Okay, but I'm doing um, Marcus Jones from Houston, okay. Kalon Barnes from Baylor, and Mario okay. Goodrich from Clemson. I'm doing those three guys. Uh, those guys probably have the best chance of the majority of these guys to um, contributing early in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll break down, you know, my thoughts on these three players. And what about you? Uh, I'm focusing on um, Eric Izukanma. Uh, I'm probably saying that wrong. I'm sorry uh, to my Nigerian brother over there. Um, but um, I'm covering Eric. Definitely uh, some interesting tape. I'll say that. To say the least, you probably get. A, hopefully, if you're showing some negative Marcus Jones, hopefully you don't take steal some of my tape. Uh, oh, okay. but, <laughs> you might already you might expose what I'm showing. And, and uh, I'm gonna show some EJ Perry. Um, we're gonna go over EJ. Um, I definitely, EJ is very intriguing player. Very intriguing quarterback. You just definitely somebody that is you know not really looked at right now as a higher draft pick. And I think he's a great development quarterback for, you know, you know, you got, you got that three years from Derek Carr. I mean, he's the perfect guy to be. <laughs> All right. Hey, we got EJ put him at four, yeah. right? Four year four. Right. And you know, him, he might be ready to go in that system, understand it, be ready to go. Right. Cause that, that's, that's the whole uh, Michael Irvin uh, rant about you ever see his losing recipes rant. Losing recipes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it's it's about it's about uh, Peyton Manning not having a, a backup quarterback that's been there for years. They have to carry Collins. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, side, side note, you know, um, I love seeing a quarterback who's not like one of the media darlings. Last year for me, it was Davis Mills, mm-hmm. and the expand the box score guys had me scout Davis Mills. And I got back to him. I'm like, this guy's actually pretty good, right? Like, he looks legit. And they were like, oh, I don't know. He, like, PFF says fifth round or something, you know, whatever it was. And uh, I think Davis Mills ended up going, like, where did he go? Second or third? But, uh, I mean, he played 
all right for the Texans this last year, you know? So, you know, you say development quarterback, every rookie is a developmental quarterback, you know? Uh, do you think that this guy, EJ Perry, could maybe step in like a Davis Mills did, or is it not quite that that, that level yet? See, his thing is, like, I'm seeing all 22. So that's why I hate judging quarterbacks. You're off the broadcast. Um, off the broadcast, right? I, I hate I hate judging him because I can't uh, see okay. how he frees the field, right? Um, I just know he's got. I just know he has a extremely quick release. <laughs> he has a great base when he throws. Uh, he has, he's he's pinpoint accurate, and he uh, has a cannon. That's all I know. I don't know if he can read the field really well. I don't know if I, I need. Uh, I'm I'm gonna show some of it. Some stuff here. I mean, he makes he made a stupid decision because he didn't read the field well. So I'm gonna show that. Um, but. That's, that's that's what's hard for me to like to be like okay yeah he's that guy right because I really don't know I, I I have to see with quarterbacks man I have to see what you're seeing bro I have to, I can't I can't really I can judge how you throw the ball I mean I can judge your talent off broadcast but I really can't you know in certain angles I can see it in certain short passes but like yeah like why don't you uh, you want to just jump into it go ahead yeah yeah all right let me pull it up real quick here all right so if you're just joining us right now. Uh, Marcus and I were breaking down players who have confirmed top 30 visits with the Raiders. We don't have, I think there's maybe over, oh, there's only like over 15 now at this point that we've heard mm-hmm. that have been confirmed. We're not doing yeah. all of them, uh, but Marcus is going to do a quarterback from Brown, Ivy League quarterback. And then mm-hmm. also, it's the, you're doing the Texas Tech wide receiver, right? Yes, I am. Oh, that's going to be, that's going to be nasty. Eric Inzu. Uh, sorry, Izu Kanma. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm we'll gonna, figure I'm it out. Call, I'm gonna have to call him EK if they draft him. I'm just there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You good? Everybody can see it. Yeah, go ahead. All right, let's get it. All right, so we start off with uh, EJ Perry. EJ, he is six uh, two, two hundred eleven pounds. He ran a four six five. Has a four. Uh, sorry, thirty four inch vertical and a ninety six percentile broad jump for a quarterback so this dude's athletic too right and he has some serious arm talent because that's what we're, we're gonna be looking at today guys we're just be watching ej's arm talent because that's what i think if you're a developing quarterback like this you know he can develop and learn the system and cause qb controversy in the preseason so here we go <laughs> so th- th- just his throw like off balance a little bit you know pressure coming it's at the 50 yard line Let's just watch for this ball. It's right there, perfectly in the pocket, right there. And, and look at the score. So, so the, I want you guys to see the score too. So it's forty-nine to three. So it tells you what type of team he's playing on. Okay, he's playing on Brown in the Ivy League. He went to Boston College originally. So um, we just, I don't know. I don't know what Boston College is thinking. They wanted to go with weak arm, uh, dude from Notre Dame. But you know, so that's that's a little introduction to EJ right here. So. This one, this one I really like. So we got little sticks here, right? You got sticks, West Coast offense sticks. Boom! I really like it. Look, like I just, I just love his like his mechanics. Like it's right there. Everything's nice. This is this is nice right there. And then, but nothing's there, right? So you got nothing there. You know, keep your feet. Good adjustment. Good moving with the feet. Quick release, right before the pressure gets there. Right on the money, first down. Right, and then this this one I really like. So let me bring this one back here, right here, right? So, see, you got a little screen 
kind of RPO type of thing right here, right? Still gets a pump fake, gets his linebacker to move. Right, the linebacker moves, he's gonna throw that ball right behind him, right? Right before the safety gets here. Right on the money. First down. Alright, keep this one. This this is one of my favorite throws. RPO again, right? It's so the RPO. Then you get the quick, watch the quick hip flip right here. Right, boom, right there. Right, there, right on the money. <laughs> right in between them. Guys bounce around, get some yak with the his uh throwing to his, his former scouting new scouting assistant he's gonna be throwing to all game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's throwing his scouting assistants, man. The 84 from Brown might be your next offensive coordinator. You never know. You might be offensive coordinator, bro. So this one is one of my favorites right here because look at this throw, okay? So he's under pressure, right? And he's throwing off his back foot. Look at this window, okay? So he's throwing to 84. There's two that's guys in this window. Close. Okay. That's, a, that's, that's not even that's open. Oh, he gets it in there. Uh, he, it, those guys are diving. The guy drops it, though. That's why he's offensive coordinator in, in his future. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Ne next, next, next pass, you know, a little, little off balance there, a little straight legs, a little ugly, a little ugly this there, but still a great throw sidearm. Right there. This is insane. <laughs> it's like, I don't have no idea how this guy reads the field. I, I'm just watching his throws and broadcasts. It's just interesting. This is another crazy one right here. I like this one. This is, let me bring this back. You see, kind of see him just kind of go through his reads a little bit here on this one. You know, this is kind of a crazy throw. And, you know, he's playing against Colgate, so he's really threatening the needle there. <laughs> right? What? So, you know, it, it is against Colgate. It is against Colgate. He's threading the needle. But you just see that. I like, thought he was checking that down. No, 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 no. He was. He's not checking that down. Look at <laughs> that. That guy thought he was gonna get his hands on it. You're not. You're not on that one. Yeah. And then here, here's this. This is one of my favorites right here on the on the run. This is nuts. This is, this is nuts on the run. And yeah, you do do get a little zone read here. Four six five. You know, all right, right. Get a little zone read, a little toughness. Bang. Right. You know, teammates excited. You know. Showing some leadership there, you know. Uh, but you know, it's it's not all perfect though, guys. It's not all perfect. He he just, he does not have touch. He he refuses to have touch on the football. So here here's here's one right here. Just you know, guys wide open. You know, put put some touch on this football, right? You don't have to perfectly throw a bullet to him, right? Put some touch on this ball. He's wide open. He just wants to throw it as hard as he can. You don't have to throw this ball hard. You really don't. Just right there on the money. There's nobody around. There's nobody around him. Far on that one, but you know what I'm saying? There's nobody around him, he doesn't need to gun it like that. He misses wide open guy, right? And then here, here uh, on this interception, right? You got interception here, so I, I kind of want to show this one a little in depth. So he throws a pick on this one, and it's mostly because well, I'll show the pick first. Intercepted, I don't know what he was doing on that one, no idea. But I kind of see why he kind of got lost here and didn't and, and lost the guy here because you see the linebacker is right here, right? So he's coming out here on their little rollout. Both these are covered. We got a little trap coverage up here, right? And he kind of just doesn't realize that forty three is dropping back into it. I mean, he looks. I mean, he probably does. He should see forty three, in my opinion. 
but he throws it right to him. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he thought he could fit that in there, that arm confidence. But, uh, you know, I just want to finish it on this throw because this throw is just ridiculous. So, I mean, this is the perfect developmental guy. I don't, I don't know. I, just, I don't know if he can read the field, but I know he can make throws like that. <laughs> that's all I know. And that's all that matters. All right. So let, let's get into uh, Eric, you know, uh, Izukanma. Okay. Now, this guy, I think, would be a great value pick at the fourth round or even at 86 in the third round. I think this dude has legit tape and great value. Um, I mean, if you want somebody like Brian Edwards, but actually has, you know, some a lot better hands at the catch point, this is your guy, right? So here we go. I mean, he's a true X, too. I mean, he really didn't play inside. A lot more X. See him move inside a little bit on this one, but a lot of X from him. True outside. I don't want to say X, Z, all the same thing these days, but just the yak ability is what makes him special, too. So you see, he's just making dudes miss like crazy. And he's just he's just a mean player. He's just I think he probably played linebacker at some point in his life. That's how he plays wide receiver. He's a mean guy, not very nice. And when we get to the catch point, you'll see it. But just want to just make people miss. Look at the spin move right there. Make another dude miss. This dude's on the ground right here. He's 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 been swimming for air. First down. And this is consistent stuff. Here's him. You have Houston, right here. Right, nice little cutback, and I'm just gonna take it out to the outside. So, yak, 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 yak. Eric will make you miss in the open field. This is one of my favorite ones. This one's crazy. This is just this one talking about his toughness, right? See him inside on the screen right here. Look at all these guys around him, right? Oh, this this is a tackle. It's a tackle. Oh no, no. Oh look at <laughs> it's just a beast. Tell you, this dude is angry he has angry with the ball in his hands and he's angry when the ball is in the air which we'll talk about in a second after we watch this one from this side you see look at this guys look three guys around right he spins around one spin there's a spin right there then these two guys around him still <laughs> he gets around all of them, all of them. crazy so you know but let's get to the catch point with this guy because i'm telling you this dude is has Hands. I was telling BD, call this manual dexterity in the scouting department. You can't, you can't even call this hands. Guess he has manual dexterity. Cause look at, look at this one. This one's just crazy. He has no business catching this damn football. <laughs> no business. <laughs> and then he holds on to it through the catch point. Touchdown. Let me see. It, it, it looks even better from the backside, guys. We're watching from the backside. Here, boom! Just, they're doubling him. <laughs> it gets me both feet down through the catch point. Strong hands. Why Strong is no one talking about this guy? I don't. I have no idea. I have no idea. Probably, probably because he went Texas Tech. So, so here's another one right here. Right, and we'll talk about him. Not how you know. It's mostly long speed. BD. We'll get into that. Probably why they're not talking about him a lot. But the catch point, the ball is in the air. It is Eric's. The ball's in the air. It goes to Eric. It's going to go to him, and he's going to finish to the catch point. So, like, he's the type of player that, you know, he doesn't have to win, like, with jump balls. He's just going to – you're not going to get the ball. I'm going to get it. He's going to push you. 
he might offensive pass interference. It doesn't matter, but you're not going to intercept the, You're not going to get an interception. <laughs> he's going to like a, It's just the hands. Like the, it's just like look at Marcus Jones. He's trying. He's trying his hardest, man. Fight through that. He's got. He's got his inside. He's inside. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I have manual, this play in my breakdown. Manual dexterity, right? And then here's another one. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't even matter. Just throw it up to him. It just tracks. <laughs> makes the catch. You know what I'm saying? It's just he, he he just catches everything, and but once we get to the negatives, we'll, we'll kind of see what, like why he is not getting drafted where he wants to be. But because you you kind of see he's not really separating, right? There's not a lot of separation on these deep balls. Yeah. But, but like, like I said, dude's on the ground. It's probably passing interference. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. He's not getting picked off. That's what we know. I like that. I don't know. I, you know, anybody watches Carfax, you guys I know how I feel about wide receivers who let their who let DBs win from 50-50s. Like, nah, you don't let them win. It's your ball or it's nobody's ball. And that's how that's where I really, I really like watching this tape. But let's get to it. You know, the long speed is really kind of the issue with him, but you know, he still catches everything. So here kind of see right here, just in traffic, catches that one too. It doesn't matter. Well, let's talk about the long speed here. So you see, like, so you see, it's it's pretty good uh, inside the route, right? Redirecting little arm over, but then he can't separate from Marcus Jones, right? He can't separate. All right, so he's not a lot of long speed, so he's a possession receiver. And then he these are the, he only ran like two routes at Texas Tech. This is it. This, this is the routes he ran at Texas Tech. That's about it. He didn't run, he didn't run anything else. It's just go routes. So the route tree is not a lot of route tree there. And then you see here, he's kind of getting beat up and pressed here too, right? He's not able to separate. Didn't really give a lot to, to get out of that press coverage. So, I mean, that's why he's not getting talked about a lot, but there is some upside there against press. So you see him right here against, cause you know, this, this is why it's good watching these guys play Oklahoma. So you got a good jab step right there inside wins, get a good stem. First down. So I mean, there's a lot of upside there, man. There's a lot of upside. I like Eric a lot. I think he uh, he has uh, a lot of angry football to him that I really like. Okay. <laughs> I like that he's angry at the catch point. Just anger and his hands and you know all, all that type of just that the angry runs, the, the yak ability that he adds. Yeah, I think he has some development ability. That he, he can get better as a route runner and get better against press. Um, so I really liked his take. I, I really did. I, I, I enjoyed it. But for the value. Like, if it was, like, first round of 22, I'd be like, nah, man. Um, I wouldn't be too excited about that. But uh, for third round, fourth round, that's that's the type of guy you want. So I uh, see his height and weight. I think he, he was uh, 6'1", 209. 6'1", so um I mean, he went to the combine yeah he did go to the combine he ran a four five five um he, he, did, he didn't have the greatest athletic profile that's what i was like okay so i was i went into it my goal like, oh, this guy's not gonna be that athletic but you kind of can see like he doesn't have the freedom run a four five five and you know he is a little stiff so i mean it, so i mean that's that's kind of how you want to look at it third fourth round value fourth round value i mean that that's that's some somewhere you want to take eric you want to be don't really want to take him in, before that, 
but I still see somebody that can develop with some good coaching that just just the, the anger and the hands and the catch point. I still believe that he could make some plays like year one, just kind of beasting on somebody, <laughs> you know, just or take some yak or take a screen somewhere and make some plays that way. And, you know, especially if Brian Edwards doesn't want to show up and, you know, Brian Edwards, when he was coming out, he made some of the contested catches, but he also had a lot of concentration drops on tape that you kind of you see in the NFL. And that's why you don't see as much um, concentration drops from uh, Eric on tape. You see a lot of great contested catches. You know, EJ Perry, you know, I, that's what I'm talking about. I really don't know how he reads defenses or anything. I just like that he has he just has crazy arm talent. Arm talent is nuts. <laughs> arm talent is out of the world. You know, he has good size, and, and, and I feel like that he has um, good mechanics, and he's very athletic. Played basketball at Brown. He's a basketball player. Um, played on the college basketball team, too. Uh, so two sport yeah. athlete in college. Yeah. Quarterback, two sport quarterback went to Brown. So maybe that's why, he, maybe that's why he left BC. He kept on trying to walk onto the BC basketball team. And <laughs> like, like, no, like, no, he's like, like, no, you can't play basketball here. So, yeah. uh, um, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that, that's really my excitement with him. I really, I really don't do it. He can read defense guy. I'm not going to give you guys to go, uh, Big time breakdown. We're just watching him throw. <laughs> it was kind of like a pro day to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he could throw though. <laughs> you know what I mean? He could throw. So that, that's that's really all I know. Um, but from a development standpoint, I mean, he might come out in preseason. That's what I was talking about. Have some fans excited about his development. And I'll be excited if they got him in the fifth round too. One of those guys got him. In, I mean, he might go seventh. You never know. Just because he went to the Ivy League, and I, I don't know about with that arm and that talent though. I don't know if he, he, he fall that far. I, I've that's seen. I've, I've seen somebody have him like ranked 86, I think, overall. Oh, like 86 overall. I mean, look, quarterbacks are always going to get pushed up a little bit. Um, I mean, it's interesting. His background, he's not a normal Ivy League quarterback background yeah. because he was a Power 5 scholarship player who transferred to the Ivy League, right? So yeah. it's a little different than most Ivy League quarterbacks, just about every Ivy League quarterback that you ever heard of. So it's going to be interesting uh, for sure uh, what the NFL thinks about him. Someone said, you know, he's he's probably a pretty smart dude. He's going to Brown, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think that's really enticing. And then um, Eric E.K., I'm, I'm not going to butcher his name. I'm not even going to try, okay? You're braver than I am. Um, this guy – uh, for, well, I got the I got his mock draft tool pulled up right here. Six one and seven eight, so he's one eighth of, uh, inch off of six two. Okay, yeah. uh-huh. uh, but what's interesting is seventy eight inch wingspan. So he's got the wingspan of a six foot six guy at mm-hmm. six two. He's yeah. got a six foot six wingspan, thirty three and a half inch arms, which is like ninetieth percentile. Okay, so six two, but he he plays a bigger than he's he's bigger than six two. You know yeah. that's uh, that's fascinating. That's a, that's a really interesting. Um, just from the measure. What, what did he bench? Stuff. I'm interested. What did he bench? He probably didn't even bench. His arms are too long. <laughs> oh, long arm guys don't bench. Never bench. That's don't true. don't even get, put a bad score up there. You got long arms. Like it's so much harder to bench when you have long arms. You know, um, but there's nothing on. Yeah, I don't have any data on, on him for the, for the bench here. Oh, he's, he did. He didn't do it. Huh? He's just yeah. so strong, man. His hands are strong as hell, too, man. Just, just trying to the team's trying to get the ball out of his hand. 
man, that's that's what I, that's what I like. I, I like somebody that catches the ball with their hands and is strong at the catch point and is physical at the catch point. Because I'm serious. In my opinion, it's like we saw you know the Colts interception that Derek Carter threw to Deshaun Jackson. I, I got so mad when Derek Carter threw to Deshaun Jackson. Jackson is not helping you, bro. You, you he has to be wide open. You can't you can't just try to throw pin like a like maybe if I miss, maybe he can help me, right? No, yeah, you're not you kidding no. with Sean Jackson. Right. No, with uh, with Eric over there, yeah, you maybe can miss, and Eric's either gonna shove the guy into the stands and get past Hurts and catch it, or he's gonna get away with it and catch it. So you know what I mean? Like that's that that's what I really like because he, he 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 on tape literally had like three of them. He had three passing appearances on tape because <laughs> he he he's, sure. he's, gonna, he's gonna toss you. I think he had one against Marcus Jones too. He tossed him a couple times, got a passing appearance. Was upset him. Yeah. So. So, so um, it's it's funny because Marcus Jones was the first top 30 visit corner from Houston who was getting yeah. posterized, okay? And I, I actually saw some people um, prior to that talking about how great Marcus Jones' ball skills were. So I cut on the tape, and then one of the first things I'm seeing is him getting uh, dunked on by this Texas Tech guy. And I was like, yo, he's getting demolished by this Texas Tech player, right? And then that's when you, you know, looked them up and, um, you know, uh, and but the Raiders also saw that on tape, too, and they invited him in for the top 30 visit, right? So, yeah, um, yeah so he obviously has some good highlight plays. I'm just going to jump into it because um, we're getting sh- a little short on time here. Do you have anything else that you want to add before uh, I go to the corners? Uh, no, I saw some questions I want to get to. So uh, Danny Gray, I really liked. I, I did watch Danny Gray's tape. I was going to – I was going to – I uh, have some Danny Gray today, but I, I, Eric just kind of just, I just had too much too many Eric clips. <laughs> so I was like, I would have been able to do it like a 20 minute breakdown uh, or like a whole show breakdown basically by Brian Gray. But, but Gray is just fast. That dude is just speed, speed, but he's stiff as hell. Stiff, stiff, stiff. He can run one route. He can run a post route and a go route. And that's all he can do. So, but I bet he could do those things damn well because he is fast. He has pretty good hands and he's tough at the catch point. It's just, you know, you ain't getting money. I don't, I don't know what else you're going to get from, from Danny Gray, but he is a speed demon. I, you could feel his speed and he, he has long legs too. He looks taller than he actually is. I mean, Combine has him at 6 1, but like uh, Kent LaPlatt has him at 5 11. I didn't know what that was about. But on NFL.com, they say he's 6 1. So I'm going to go with NFL.com. But he is fast. So it, that's what I was talking about, getting speed in the draft, right? You don't have to go find some, uh, you know, go sign MVS. You can just go get Danny Gray <laughs> and be like, hey, Danny, run a post, run a go. And, you know, he and he has problems against press coverage too, but, like, there's some corners out there in the NFL that he's so long, right, and his legs, he'll, he'll creep up on some of them. They won't be ready for that, how fast he's coming at them because he caught – um, like a, I think a, a dig route, and he just cut upfield, and he just put on a second, a second burst, man. And the acceleration was nuts. There was nobody by him, so he's faster than a four three in my opinion. <laughs> like that's how he's 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 got some track speed in him. So that's why I really liked about his tape. But I don't think I don't, other than that, the speed type element of it, there's really not much he offers as a wide receiver for value. So, but. For somebody that can come in and take the top off, like right away, run a post route, may, maybe run like a a good like post corner, but nothing like 
you're not going to get a good route tree from him, in my opinion. So. All right. Uh, any other questions we got? Let me see. Keep calling EJ Perry, Chad Kelly. I mean, I, that's I mean, it's fine. You know. Um, did you get anything earlier? Let me see. Is a QB worthy in the third round in this draft at 86? You're still on mute, BD. Yeah. Uh, someone's asking about Tyquan Thornton. What about Tyquan Thornton in the fifth round? Uh, you know, Tyquan Thornton, he's a fast dude as well. That's a really fast guy. Um, I really watch too much Tyquan Thornton, to be honest. Maybe there's somebody to check out. I need to finish up anyways on these draft guys. I got two weeks. I'm on my grind, guys. I'm trying here. So, but um, I haven't really got too much Tyquan Thornton to get as a serious breakdown for you, but I watched him at the Senior Bowl, and I know he's a really fast guy. I mean, everybody at Baylor this year is pretty fast, so I don't want to give you a, a kind of a fake breakdown on him, but I am familiar with him, but I haven't really got too deep into his tape, to be honest. So. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, cool. You know, I got a fast guy that I'm going to be Ooh. talking about, Kalon Barnes. He ran a oh, fast yeah. 40. Right, he's pretty fast at the combine. Um, yeah, four two, what four? He broke the cornerback record, right? Four two three. Yeah, but first things first, I'm gonna talk about this guy Marcus Jones. Here, um, we already saw some glimpses earlier on, uh, in Marcus's breakdown. Here, you see him impress. You know, he's a guy. I think he's got really good movement skills. I think he's always around the ball. Um, and his coaches trusted him. He played everywhere in the secondary. Uh, but his best reps, obviously, were going to be out here at the cornerback position. Does a really good job here. He takes a read step, okay, gets his hips in front, hands late, and then plays that back shoulder, gets his vision on the quarterback because he because he's holding on to that wide receiver. He has that contact key with the wide receiver. He can now get vision on the quarterback uh, and makes a play right there. Okay, here's another one. Read step, late hands, okay? And you see him being able to stay in this guy's uh, outside shoulder effortlessly. He's a great mover, fantastic mover, okay? We already saw that that uh, that tape right there. Uh, but I think for the most part, we're going to see him tackle things in front of him. He's going to allow catches. He's going to tackle it in front of him. He's going to stay on top of things. He's, he's He wants to be a safe player. Um, I mean, that last play right there, I mean, he tackles short of the sticks on a second and second uh, and long, makes it third and five. That's a great play right there. Uh, here's another one uh, where he's going to be in cover three right here. Again, good, good break on that. Contest this makes it makes it hard, makes it, you know, makes it tough on, on the on the wide receiver here. OK, makes him earn it. But that's really the most what we're going to see from Marcus Jones, in my opinion. I think he gives up catches, but he tackles the guy for the most part. Um, but the biggest thing, the biggest concern that I had watching Marcus Jones is the size. And even if he's in great position, you just see him way too often. Guys who play above the rim on him, they just throw it up. Okay, He's got his head. He's got his head around, but he's just little out there. Uh, at five foot eight, here's another one. I think um, I think that this one is a uh, this one's a little crazy. I mean, 
far hash fade. I think he's probably thinking, oh, this guy's just running me off. There's no way he's throwing the ball right now. He doesn't even get his head around and then gets a little pushed off there a little bit. Okay. But again, he, he can get bodied, you know, he can get moved around a little bit. He's a little guy. This is another one. I think his eyes are all, all over the place. I, I don't know why he's in on the inside here again, just he's little, he's tiny. And when you're a little guy like that, you're going to, I mean, this is, this is gratuitous at this point. I'm just showing a lot of, uh, in, you know, negative lowlights there. So that's, that's my thing on Marcus Jones. I don't, I, I, I went in was super excited. And then what I saw was not great. Now, Kalen Barnes is a guy we talked about already Baylor field corner. He plays on the wide side of the field exclusively for Baylor. You do that when you have, a fast corner, and then, you know, the short side of the field, you have your more physical bump-and-run corner. Uh, but Kalon Barnes, great space player, fantastic athletic profile at 5'11", who can run. And the number one thing I see, I want to look at when I see a guy who comes in and he has a super fast 40 time, I want to see, can he play under control? Okay, and you see it here, bailing. As soon as this wide receiver sinks his hips, you see him sink his hips too. Okay, he's not a guy who's necessarily going to be out of control. Here's another rep right here, uh, even though he wasn't targeted that last rep here. Here's another one bailing, okay, and you see him being able to sink, close, okay, and make it tough on, on the wide receiver. Um, it is not – it's not perfect. You see him here, throw by, gives up way too much uh, space and, and allows a catch right there. Uh, so he does have room for improvement. This is certainly not like a top 100 player, in my opinion. Um, at least I'd be surprised if he went in the top 100. All right, let's see this rep here. Top of the screen, uh, we're going to get a press rep. Okay, he gets into a back shoulder position. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, again, even when, even when he gives up a release, he gets beat inside here. You see, he's just got that effortless speed. He's in a stack position, one, two, three. And he's back in phase and he can get his head back around. Uh, and so even when he's wrong initially, okay, it's it's really effortless for him to stay in phase because he's just such a fantastic athlete, has such incredible speed. So you're gonna see him at times, especially when the ball is late in the in the rep, even if he loses initially off the line, he can still has that recovery speed uh, to make it happen. Now my question, one of my questions with Kellen Barnes is, are his eyes in zone? Here's one rep in zone. Uh, they're kind of playing like a, a too high look where he's going to take the first flat. You see him pin the wide receiver, get his eyes back around, sink his hips, come back. I mean, he strapped that guy up. Okay, that was a fantastic coverage rep. Um, but then uh, at another point in the year, same exact play call. He gets a wheel from number two. Okay, and gets confused on who has it and just gives up a big play down the field. So I think his his um, eyes and zone are a little bit of a question mark at this point. The other thing is his technique isn't, isn't perfect, okay? And we talked about how he's got some of the long speed to make up for getting beat initially, but on a slant, it doesn't matter how fast you are, okay? It matters how good your technique is, okay? There's no time for that recovery speed to kick in. Um, and so that's something that I'm going to look at Kalen Barnes, you know, as, as he progresses in the NFL, can he play press? Can he be a guy like Dante Jackson who can get in a, in a wide receiver's face and play press? 
or is he just going to be one of the fast guys that kind of washes out in the NFL? And then, but really my biggest thing with him is for all the speed that he has, I mean, and this is, this should be such a great rep. He's bailing. That means he's sitting on the deep routes here. He's in such a great position to just run the route for this wide receiver here. And you see, he even gets beat because there's a little bit of a ball fake right here. So you see that little ball fake, you see it, him settle his feet and then he goes, Oh, no, this is a pass. And it takes him four steps to get back in phase right? Fantastic speed. But then look, are you going to find the ball ever? Like, you, are you serious? That's that's how that rep finished here. Here's another one sitting on the fade. Okay. Far hash fade. Again, I think he's going to sleep here a little bit. I don't think he's not expecting them to actually throw the far hash and he just cannot find the ball in the air. So that's my <laughs> biggest concern for, for Kalon Barnes for as incredible of an athlete as he is, where the ball skills. Uh, now, another uh, corner that the Raiders brought in on a top 30 visit, Mario Goodrich. He's the other Clemson corner. And of all the guys, he's my favorite so far. Um, and this is one reason. Watch him. Crack replace. Doesn't even miss a beat. Comes off that guy. Gets in on a tackle on a big-time running back. Usually corners, they just keep running with this guy, and they don't realize until the wide receiver blocks the safety that, oh, it's a run play, and then they come off super late. You see him here. He wastes no time keying the run. He's like, nope, let me get in on this. <clears throat> okay, he will stick his face in the fan. He loves contact. He's a fantastic tackler. Best tackling tape of any corner I've watched so far, um, and certainly the highest draft pick of all these top 30 guys. Um, it's pretty much a lock unless he's got some injury. Here's another one. He's getting a, a big Georgia offensive lineman coming out blocking him. This guy's a psycho. Look at him. He just submarine that guard. He does not care. Here's another one. Okay, he gets that run key. He's not even worrying about the, the wide receiver here. And look, oh, you want to truck me? It doesn't matter. He's going to throw his face in there all, all game long. I love this guy. Okay, now here's another rep. We're going to get into his pass coverage here. You know, I think – oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to run that back. When you have a guy – who is as willing to mix things up. Now you have opportunities to, okay, to make plays like this one right here. Comes off his guy, forces a fumble okay, on the quarterback. I really like this guy. I really like corners who tackle. Okay, Now let's like talk about his pass coverage. Okay, At six feet tall, want to know, can you play from a pedal? And we see him here. Back up, get in there with that great length, break this pass up, okay, smother that guy. Here's another one. I think this is a good explanation of the uh, the caliber of athlete he is. He's faking like he's going to blitz. Oh, they snap it. He's out of position, okay? Is he beat dead to rights? No. He's able to get back on top, flip his hips, and just stay on top of the, uh, of the wide receiver. You know, you, you would think, uh-oh. I'm in a bad situation here. This, you know, this might be a big play. Effortlessly gets back on top of this. So that as far as like his athletic skill set, it checks the box here. Okay. And I think that he's very competitive, unlike these other guys, can find the ball. Okay. Again, let's let's look at his technique. We're gonna get a read step, gets his hips in front, 
He's so patient. He fights to stay square, gets his head, head around after he gets the contact key, plays the ball in the air. You see that little flag right there? That is a egregiously wrong call. Perfect technique. You cannot play it better than that. Here's another uh, example, but this time he's playing from a pedal. Okay, he fights to stay square, gets that little reroute, gets his head around, okay, finds that ball in the air and makes it, you know, spectacular combat, um, you know, combat at the catch point. Here's another uh, look. I just want to show you from the end zone angle so you can see how he sells out, okay, to make this play. And what I mean by that is, Look at him. He's all the way off the ground. You see him. He's not even on the ground. His feet are all the way in the air, okay? No one wants it more than this guy, all right? The effort is there. That's why I love about watching this guy's tape, okay? Now, some questions I have about him, really, they come down to his zone eyes, okay? This is a cover two rep. When you're in cover two, your job is to read number two, okay? It may It's really easy. Cover two, eyes on two, okay? And... This is really the opportunity that he, that his defensive coordinator was waiting for. They're throwing the out to number two. This should be a pick. This should be a pick right here. And he has no idea that the, that the guy's even there because he loses him. Okay. So his eyes aren't good enough. He's got to get his eyes on that. Here's another one. I mean, and you even see it too. You even see it. Look at him on the ground. He's slapping the ground. He's about to slap the ground. He's like, man, I missed that. Okay. Here's another one. Cover two rep. Okay, he gets confused. Oh, he's like, oh, let me come off this, but it's just a tad late. Again, that should have been an interception. If they want it, you got to cushion that corner. You got to, you know, get in that window a little quicker than that. Okay, here's another one. Um, again, a, this is a Cleo rep. Okay, cushion the corner, cushion the corner, cushion the corner, cushion the corner. And they throw the corner. He gets that he finally comes off of it and gets his hand on it. But really, again, another opportunity for an interception. Okay. And he's late coming off of it. So I just question his zone eyes. Really, that's uh that's my only gripe with Mario Goodrich. Of all these guys, he's the only guy that I can see being maybe a potentially third round pick. Yeah. Marcus Jones, Kevin Barnes, fifth, sixth round pick. Honestly, I'm not um not too high on those guys. But I like but I like Mario Goodrich. I think maybe just a slight step down in terms of a caliber of prospect that as Trayvon Mullen was coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Trayvon Mullen was a, a year one starter. You know, I think Mar- uh, Mario Goodrich has the size in terms of the length. Uh, he needs to put on some weight because I think he only weighed like 175 pounds at the combine. So he oh, needs wow. to put on weight, obviously. But mm-hmm. you see, he, 175 pounds, he's throwing his body around. It's no problem yeah. for him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so of all those guys, Mario Goodrich, that's the guy that I like. Okay, um, so <laughs> I, I, I just want to make a comment on the BYU wide receiver uh, number twelve because I, I like to I call him the White Calvin Johnson because I don't know he just dominated that game. That was the craziest tape I ever watched. I, I never seen. <laughs> I'm like, who is? This? He was like taunting. I was thinking like they probably he probably got in trouble when he went back to school for taunting and stuff. He was doing like the yeah. small. I was like, who is this guy? Uh, he just took over that damn game. It was crazy to watch. He's huge. Yeah. He was fast. Right. He had great hands. He ran great I routes. Mean, he was making Kalon Barnes look. I thought Kalon <laughs> Barnes was five eight. You know, like he's five eleven. That guy's just yeah. That guy's huge, right? Oh, what the hell? I, I, like, cause I was watching um, the Algier guy. 
uh, the running back. And I was, I just stopped, started watching him. I was like, who the hell is this dude? Creep me out. But anyways, yeah, uh, you know, watching Barnes, you know, I didn't realize I watched Barnes watching that dude get beast him all the time because I did watch that. So I didn't even realize yeah. I could watch Barnes a little bit, you know. Um, but, I mean, he's a super fast player too. Sometimes, like, you can tell that they get bored when they're doing speed and stuff like that, and they don't think that people can beat them, and they get and they get in, uh, a jump ball over their head or whatever because they don't think those guys can beat them because of their speed, and they don't have to worry about technique as much when you're playing in college football like that. So that's that's interesting uh, to watch. But Mario Grubich is somebody I really like. I like him going to the Senior Bowl. So he's one of the favorite, my favorite cornerbacks going into the Senior Bowl um, that was there. So I know Marcus Jones was at the Senior Bowl too. Uh, but like I said, he, he's always just kind of a little bit shorter. Definitely is a slot guy in the NFL. You know, he's he's basically me coming out, basically. <laughs> Five nine, one, one, one eight. That's what I was in high school. So, you know what I mean? Like uh so that that's that's not gonna help you out outside. He's they're gonna just keep throwing it up. I mean here's the way I look at it. Uh, Meek Robertson, same size, okay, same athletic profile, dominant tape. You never saw Meek Robertson get dunked on, okay? Mm-hmm. Right? He was in guys' faces. There was no, like, oh, he's little. No, like, he was playing press against wide receivers who were much bigger than him. And you see how much Meek Robertson has struggled in the NFL to, like, mm-hmm. catch hold. Maybe, maybe maybe he turns the corner this year. But if that's the case for a guy who's at that size with dominant tape, okay, playing in the Big 12, you know, in the AAC, yeah, I, I think the American is just as good or, pretty, you know, almost as good as the Big 12. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but you also see him, you know, just getting posterized left and right. So I'm just, all I'm saying is we already got Amik Robinson. There's no reason to get Marcus Jones. No. Another they, five they probably, so that's top, top 30 visit. They probably brought him in to see his, like, see, like, what he looked like from his injuries and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe they do like his fight. I don't know. But. I mean, they're, they're obviously dropped in a corner. We don't know who, guys. We just hopefully, like, one of these uh, other guys fall. Because they, they, they just brought in the guy from Tennessee. When I looked at the top 30 visits, it just updated. They brought in Elante Taylor today. Who, I mean, it's, it's like 10 corners. Yeah. yeah and that's Couldn't even get to all of them. Sorry, guys. Yeah. You know? And, and uh, you know, some of the guys they even brought in, they probably don't even think they're going to get to. Like, we, I don't know if Tariq Castro feels false. He has really good tape. I don't know if you watched him yet. Um, yeah, he's he's a uh, he's fast, and he shut down Chris Olave. He put Chris Olave in prison and Garrett Wilson. So, um, but eighty six. I mean, he's not a lot of Penn State. Penn State, State. Mm-hmm. Okay. number five. I'll watch him next. Uh, yeah, and then you know, there's Cam Taylor Britt from um, from Nebraska. You know, they didn't bring him in, but that's somebody that could fall at 86 if they're looking at corners. So, I mean, we're, we know we know they're looking at corners. We know that for sure. I know they brought in a couple of defense tackles. They brought in, like, Haskell. No, actually, the defense tackle they brought in was Devontae Wyatt. I don't know why the hell they did that. But uh, they just wanted to tease me with that, I guess. And then uh, Azizi Otumewo. Azizi Otumewo. The other defensive tackle. So... I don't know. Maybe Devontae Wallet falls or like do a crazy trade up. Is that their plan? Is that their plan? Is that what I mean? Did Devontae Wallet have an injury? No. That's strange. They're not that's in the running one, right? for Devontae Wyatt at all. That's weird, right? That's, that's, that was, that was, when I saw that, I was like, that was, that's, that's weird. They want to learn about the other Georgia players. Tell us a little about Quay Walker. 
<laughs> you know, like why break? That was an interesting one. But the defense tackles, another one. That they, I mean, they brought in two defense tackles, wide receivers, and uh, uh, the other LSU corner who I couldn't remember his name on the radio today was Cordell Flott from LSU. Flott, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flott's not bad. They brought Cordell Flott in, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Cordell Flott. Gosh. I mean, at this point, we don't – I mean, come on. Like, they uh, they brought in Tariq Wollin. Yeah. People are asking about Tariq Wollin. Um, I've had a few of these um, in here. So, uh, I mean, I'll just talk about him real quick. Of all the corners that I've watched so far, Wollin has the worst tape from a technique standpoint. Okay, His feet are everywhere. His pad level is super high. You don't see him reacting well. Um, you know – there's there's just so much to work on, and my my thing is at six foot four, running four twos, he'll be in the NFL for 10, 15 years, okay. And I just don't. There's no reason to draft him. Wait until he gets to his second contract. Wait till you know he gets some coaching and stuff like that. Maybe you know in in five years, a guy like Tariq Woolen is gonna have uh, you know be solid to good in the NFL, right? Uh, but he's just got so much to work on. I, I, don't, I don't see a path for him to start in year one to or have any kind of major contribution in year one outside of special teams. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm not high on Tariq Wollin, even though the athletic profi- profile is bananas. I mean, it's like the only other player who's six foot four who runs that fast is Randy Moss. Okay. But Wollin can't catch. So. You know, it's like you can't you can't do that. Really, you can't really do that comparison because he can't catch. He doesn't have ball skills. So um, it's 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 strange. It's it's definitely um, an incredibly unique athletic profile. It, he's almost a lock to go top one hundred because of it. I just don't think the team that's going to draft him is going to be the team that he plays best for. Is what I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, you, you think he's one of those guys that, that uh, just finds his way to Pete Carroll in four years? Is that what you're talking about? One of those guys. <laughs> Those are my favorite ones. See, you know, Tariq Williams is interesting, man, because I still think you should just put him at safety, let him play, let him, let him use his athleticism back there, use his toughness, because he's a little tough guy. He just can't, he just can't move. He's stiff as hell. <laughs> he's just stiff as hell. But, you know, with Woolen, you know, I know you watch that scheme. I mean, that's kind of, there's a lot of NFL stuff they did in there. So that's why I feel like that he might be somebody they look at too, just because he's knowledgeable and just kind of the scheme they like to do. So, but all right, uh, you got any other questions before we get out of here, man? We got, are you guys uh, going to put on a tough one? Positional ranking? I don't know about positional ranking. That's that's kind of tough. We might do like what we're looking at. I got my top ten wide receivers uh, already out there. You know, I kind of mad that I didn't put Eric in there because I feel like Eric's better than Skywalker. I do. And I feel like Alec Pierce is better than Sky Moore. And I need to move those guys up a little bit after watching some more tape. So I'm kind of mad I did that. So we might redo some things. We already a little draft board for you guys um, coming up. So uh, we're still putting that together. I mean, it looks like it's going to be pretty simple. So it looks like it's going to be a lot of wide receivers, defensive tackles, and cornerbacks. So it's going to be uh, pretty simple there. But, you know, we're not going to do every position this year. Man. I was watching Malcolm Kunz today. I'm trying to get ready for the seasons a little bit, you know. Trying to get ready for the season. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, George Pickens. 
<sighs> George Pickens, Mr. Georgia, George Pickens. Now, I think if George Pickens fell like third round, like around there, which I don't think he will, but if he did, I think the Raiders would take him because I think he just a pedigree, Georgia, you know, um, he's a tough player, tough guy, you know, blocks, blocks his ass off, all those tough things. So I think that's somebody that the Raiders would take just because the school he went to, pedigree, willingness to not transfer, even though he's not getting the targets that he should, should get for playing from a different school. I mean, he could have transferred. He could have went to Oklahoma or something and got the targets he deserved, right? Um, but, you know, as a, as a wide receiver, for me, I, I just, it's the tall, stiff guy to me a little bit. I know he has a little bit more wiggle than some guys, but it's just more of a tall, stiff thing. That's why I, I wouldn't – like when I was at 22 and maybe second round, I was a little – if you want me, but I, like 86, you take George Pickens, I'm good. To be honest, you take him at 86. So I would not complain about that. I think that's good value for him. I just, I just don't know that big wide receiver profile. Yeah, yes, I, I know he was hurt too, Trav. I do not know who he was hurt. But even the, even before that, he still has that kind of like that that stiffness to him. But even though he has more long speed that he has, it's just it's just tall wide receiver thing. He can't help it. I mean, only, only Calvin Johnson is the only dude. Oh, Calvin Julio. That's it. Those six four dudes that can bend and like <laughs> they're five eleven. You know, so this is a limitation he has, but he has great hands. He he can win deep. You know, you just want him to be more physical against press coverage and stuff like that. But he can learn that. And eighty six, hundred percent. I'm down with that. It was it was more to me, just like second. Do you think – what are the chances he falls to 86, though? I mean, or why just he – I mean, the injury, like, really, I mean, there's a chance. They're like, he is okay. injured. <laughs> He's, I just see like, so many people talking about George Pickens, you know, so well, it's – Well, I mean, like, well, I mean, that's draft Twitter, okay? Draft Twitter loves their recruits or the guys that they love that they thought – that they had as a top five pick three years ago. That's why they can't let Thibodeau go. Thibodeau can't bend. Like, it's okay, guys. Yeah, I know that the cryptocurrency and all that stuff's stupid. But at the end of the day, he's a Davion Clowney. And we see Clowney can't get 10 sacks. I mean, I even told you, I think Thibodeau is the best football player in the draft. But edge rusher? You know? I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather take Hutchinson. Right? I'd, take, I'd take a Jobo, to be honest, um, over, over uh, Thibodeau as a pass rusher. Not as a football player, though. I mean, I, I like, he's... All over the place, tackles, playing coverage, and getting after quarterback. So it's more to him, to me, than just sacks. But uh, I don't know. But that's just draft Twitter. I, I stopped listening to them. There's so many misses from draft Twitter. I, your favorite draft Twitter guy, I can give you like his worst miss, and you'd be like, "Wow, he really said that." And yeah, they're all they're all bad. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm tired. That's, that's why I've been on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, I've been on there as much. I'm just tired of football Twitter so much, man. I'm just tired of all their stupid takes and terrible, terrible, terrible thoughts. It stresses me out. So, anyways, I mean, yeah, that, that's a topic for another show, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think I think, that, I think that wraps it up here. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, I'm just gonna give a shout out. Uh, a couple guys supported this channel here. RW Foxtrot, Jeff Sykes, my goodness, yeah. brother. Hey, appreciate you guys. Appreciate everyone for tuning in. You know, Raiders, uh, Raiders Film Channel, Take Don't Lie, home of your favorite breakdowns. Um, you know, we got a lot more in the pipeline coming for you, uh, you know, this way. 
We're going to be doing uh, more draft picks, more scheme stuff, you name it. We're going to be doing it. Um, and, you know, best believe when the Raiders do make their picks, we're going to yeah. be combing through all that tape and giving you every single little tidbit about that player or those players at the Raiders uh, draft. So don't worry about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll be ready at 6 o'clock Friday to go live uh, for the draft pick. So, <laughs> yeah. And what I'll say, uh, we already started doing some like members only content here, guys, too. So, you know, probably, probably I'm setting that up. So, do some side content. I don't know. Patreon? Uh, is that what you're going to do? No, no. You can do it through YouTube. Oh, you can do it through YouTube? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do the YouTube, man. You can do the All right. YouTube. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I got to watch Moon Knight, too, Trey. So, I'm right with you. I'm going to go watch Moon Knight as well. So, uh, right Moon Knight, is that, is that Lewis Sign? The Georgia safety? Who's that? Moon Knight? All right. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, we're out of here. Yo, make sure you subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We appreciate you guys listening, uh, and we'll see you. Peace.